I'm 22 years old and I'm from the Middle East. I started with Instagram, not Twitter and not the other apps. I usually post aesthetics related to authoritarian figures and political leaders and guns and uh, people the U.S. would consider terrorists, but they're actually not. That's my aesthetic. How would you describe your politics or ideology? Well, I started off somewhere else. I used to really like Ron Paul, but I am now leaning to Marxism. What results might you get from a political compass test? I usually end up in the authoritarian left, which I would say represents me. A lot of uh, leftist politicians are very fake. They don't give leftists what they really want. They give liberals what they really want, but they don't give the Marxists and the working class what they want. Were you raised in a progressive, a conservative, or an apolitical household? I was actually raised in a very conservative, uh, Islamic, also a very political household. When did you first learn about or start visiting online political communities? It was the American elections in 2016, and it was like that war between Trump and uh, Hillary Clinton. I think I have been 17 and a half. That's when I started visiting those political Instagram pages and looking at those 4chan memes. And oh, I was going to say in regards to the meme culture, I seem to be one of the very few Middle Easterners that can understand this meme culture. What platforms and communities did you start on? Was it always Instagram? Oh, no, it wasn't always Instagram. It was uh, Kik at first. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. K-I-K. Mm -hmm. K-I-K. And then moved to Instagram. Now, mostly Instagram. I don't use Discord much, especially for politics. How have your views changed since you started participating in these spaces? Oh, they changed a lot. I mean, some things take the same, but most things changed a lot. I used to be very right-wing leaning. Even at some point, I started leaning to national socialism, as crazy as it sounds. I was sympathizing a lot with uh, national socialists and uh, reading about Hitler and all of that stuff. But as I got to know the members closely, I started, I don't know how to say, shifting away from National Socialism because I knew how the member, how toxic the members are. And I knew that it wasn't the right political ideology for me. So I started shifting more to uh, left politics, not communism instantly, but uh, more to feminism in the beginning and reading more leftist theory. That sounds like the experience of, I think, many people in 2016, moving very rapidly, very far to the right. People find various pathways out of that. I think also... Exactly, that's what happened. I think it's important to mention as well that people who are casual observers of these spaces may not be familiar with the connections of Aryan mythology and the Middle East. People may think those things are mutually exclusive, but they actually have a high degree of overlap, the details of which we don't need to outline here, but uh, probably important to keep that uh, in mind. Let's, 
Persians are actually considered Aryans. So for those people that don't know that, there's actually a very big connection between Persians and, you know, European Aryanism. How would you have described your politics in, say, the beginning of 2016, before you get on social media in this serious way? For example, I used to be pro-Assad, pro-Bashar al-Assad, since uh, the very beginning, since 2011. And that, that was uh, because I used to watch, you know, those Arab uh, news channels that are very pro-Assad. And also because uh, my family is very pro-Assad. So like I've uh, grew up, I've grew up in this environment where we discuss, you know, what happened in Syria and stuff like that. So I've had political opinions before starting, you know. When I first moved from the right wing ideas, I wanted to read more and more about communism because leftism is actually not as easy as it sounds. If you really want to get into communism, you have to be really well read. That's why I don't uh, call myself a communist everywhere because I'm not as well read as I should be. And theory is very difficult to get into. I'll share a little bit of a secret from the left wing. No one has done the reading. It's totally okay. <laughs> uh, everybody lies about having read the theory. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you are totally welcome on the left. Everyone lies about capital. True. <laughs> so today, your account name is pretty explicitly left wing. Where in your political arc of posting and pursuing your own political education online, what year would you say you moved into left-wing ideas? Is that? I would say it was somewhere in 2018 where I started, uh, where I moved basically from being a right-wing myself, moving to me making fun of national socialists and right-wingers and anti-feminists. Were there any other formative experiences? Were you enrolled in school? Was there something else that started to take up a larger percentage of your time? I actually started university in 2018-19, like at the very end of 2018. So I started studying more often and going to uni, you know, instead of being on Instagram. So I started using Instagram much less compared to before. Nevertheless, still political just a little bit quieter. You come from a religious household that is conservative-leaning. In 2016, you get on Kick and then onto Instagram. You move very quickly, very far to the right. In 2017, you are feeling uh, an intense toxicity in the far-right communities. You start making fun of them. You're also aware of left-wing political communities on Instagram, and you start to look more into those. By 2018, you self-identify as a left-winger as opposed to the far right from previous. And end of 2018, 2019, you are enrolled in university and you're spending less time online. Do you have a political label that you like to use now? I would say an authoritarian leftist. That would describe me the best. In your experience of political Instagram, are most of these accounts based in the U.S.? Are they in Europe? Are they all around the world? 
Where do you find people are mostly based? I would say the U.S., so your side. The yeah. overwhelming majority are from the U.S. I'm sure you have to hear about American politics all of the time. Uh, it's very tiring. Sometimes I'd like to see you know, Iran all the time as a change, but when it comes to Iran, you only hear about it when there's uh, a threat or something, or as Americans say. I'd like to ask you a few questions about your media consumption. This is, I think, especially prevalent in the U.S. We call alternative media. I'm curious, do you spend any time on YouTube? Yeah, I used to a lot. I used to watch a lot of content creators, uh, everything related to explaining certain parts of theory that I don't understand or political situations that are happening, opinions of people on them, and I would read the comments section and all of that. There's this girl on Twitter, she's called Syrian Girl, and she has amazing political analysis. She's definitely one of my favorite journalists. I used to be a fan of Jordan Peterson for some time. Everyone's seen more of Jordan Peterson than they'd like to admit now. Exactly. Do you watch any content by Caleb Maupin? Yeah, I do. I do. Especially now, I watch a lot of his content. He has great views, great leftist views that are usually not talked about by leftists themselves, unfortunately. I also saw that there was maybe a post talking about JonTron. He's probably outside of your current interests, I guess. Oh, no, he, he's still one of my favorite YouTubers. Oh, really? Hmm. Mostly because he's half Persian, but also because he's really funny and I like gaming. Yeah, he is just maybe for a little bit of context for the listeners who aren't familiar. JonTron is really a comedian, but he is, uh, let's say, culturally conservative leaning um, not really a political figure, though. He's a YouTube comedian. Is that a fair he assessment? He just has some controversial opinions. Do you listen to podcasts? Actually, the only podcast that I used to... I still do sometimes. It's, uh, oh, the Joey Reagan. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. The Joey Reagan Experience. That one. You're talking about the Joe Rogan Experience? The Joe oh, Rogan Oh, and experience. Alex Jones. Alex Jones, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about him. Do you still listen to Alex Jones? I do. It's as controversial as his opinions are. He has some good takes, uh, insane ones, too. But he's really funny. Even if you, even if you leave right-wing politics, you would still want to watch his videos just because they're really funny and he has some good insights. I'll admit that Alex Jones is a guilty pleasure uh, for me as well. I find him hilarious. You see this guy yelling about chemicals in the water and you gotta laugh. And what's funnier is that it's, it sounds some of it is actually very true. Well, uh, what, what kind of stuff, um, well, without going down too much of a rabbit hole? The fluoride. The fluoride. Not the China part, but the fluoride. He does also, to be just, I mean, completely fair and, and level here, uh, he does make up crazy, insane shit that is, like, totally untrue. So, you know, he's probably running, like, a 5% truth to, like, 95% nonsense uh, ratio here. That's very true. Do you spend any time on Reddit? Oh, I'm actually not a Redditor at all. I barely... 
I've barely been there all these years. Barely looked into it. How active are you on Discord? Do you open it once a day? Do you open it once a month? Once a month for gaming purposes, I would say. Are you active in any Instagram group chats? I'm in two group chats, but I'm not that active there, but I'm very observant there. They're very interesting. I'm in one where they post cute animals of pictures, but also try to convert people to Islam, which is very weird. How would you characterize the political leanings of the group chats that you're in? Are they more so left or more so right? I'm in one that is mostly leftists, communists, and uh, other one where it has people from various political spectrums, also people that are completely pro-Israel and also communists there and some right-wingers. I have no idea how they get along. They must just argue all day. That must be the point of it, right? It's not actually, <laughs> it's not to share stuff you like, it's to, to debate or something, yeah. Let's say, for example, there's an event that happens somewhere in the world and you want to get the unfiltered truth. You want to get the real story. What's your first instinct? Where do you go to get the news? Uh, regarding to news, I would say I like press TV. Press TV uh, is one of my go-tos and a lot of uh, channels that are not available to the Western world because they they speak in uh, Arabic or Farsi, Al-Mayadeen or Al-Manar. What do you do in your free time? I play video games, but not intensely. I would say I'm a soft gamer because I only play sometimes. And I feel like playing, and it's not like hardcore games. I play Terraria, Minecraft, and uh, Heart of Iron sometimes. I have other hobbies too, like reading. I like watching Persian movies specifically, and uh, foreign movies. And I like art too. I enjoy it. Although I'm not the best artist, I have some potential, I would say. What kind of art do you make? I got into painting like two years ago, but I haven't practiced well. I'm kind of into abstract art and not realism. Realism is too hard for me. Can I ask what you're studying in school? Oh, I'm studying uh, business and economics. I started late. I started like a year after uh, high school and I was already a late student in high school. But I managed to finish my university, uh, you know, courses earlier because I've always taken summer courses. Are the people that you hang out with in real life, are they similarly interested in politics? Or is that really just an online hobby? Oh, no. My in real life friends, uh, unfortunately, none of them are interested in pod politics. And they, they usually don't understand uh, anything related to it. So I can talk to them about anything political because they'll just be confused. But about my URL friends, the ones on the internet, most of them are very political. But even the ones that don't have uh, political pages or political followings, they, they're still political. Have you ever been censored or had a post deleted by Instagram? 
Oh uh, yeah, a lot. Especially on my new page, I would post, uh, uh, you know, just a post about a certain group that the U.S. would consider uh, terrorist, uh, just because you know they're not American and they fight for their country, so they're automatically terrorists. Uh, Instagram would quickly uh, censor me and delete the po the post and tell me that they're gonna delete my account for that reason. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to me. This is really invaluable, really interesting research. I'm, I'm glad we finally got to chat. Do you have any closing remarks before we sign off? I would say um, people have to unite. They don't understand how much unity is important, especially in the U.S., because there's a lot of division happening between uh, people because of races. People have to unite because the main problem in the U.S. is class struggle.